Chapter 16 Without Leaving the Right Hand of the Father How could our Lord have suffered the Passion? How can one who is God assume our flesh and truly suffer human pain whilst at the same time enjoying the beatific vision, which would establish him in a state of ineffable happiness? How can he enjoy the beatific vision and simultaneously undergo martyrdom, feel such sorrow that it makes his sweat fall as drops of blood, and which compels him to pray to his father to remove the chalice, if it were possible? Luke 22.42-44 These are things both sublime and mysterious. Ultimately, it is the mystery of the love of our Lord Jesus Christ for us. For all that he underwent was for love of us. Of course, it is something absolutely unique. In his passion, our Lord's humanity is even more tangible, so to speak, than his divinity is during the transfiguration on Mount Tabor, for at the moment of the transfiguration he was present bodily. The apostles who lived with him had a greater sense of his humanity than of his divinity. They were slow to grasp his divinity, and that is perhaps true for us as well. While reading the Gospel, or a life of Jesus Christ, or even commentaries on the Gospels, we are more conscious of the humanity of our Lord Jesus Christ than of his divinity. It is necessary, therefore, to be prudent, and to take care not to consider our Lord strictly by his humanity. We must constantly make the effort to remember that our Lord is truly God, and that God is three persons distinct, but not separate. It would be an illusion and a serious error to believe that, the Father having remained in heaven and the Son having descended to earth, the Father and the Son were completely separated, or that the Son, having become incarnate, he would have been completely divided from the Father. The actions of our Lord are attributed to the Word, but it is three divine persons who accomplish them. They are attributed to God, and there is but one God, there are not three, here again we sound an extraordinary mystery. Why then do we attribute to a single person the actions which are accomplished by our Lord, when in reality they are the work of God and not of the Word separated from God? The Word is never separated from God. The Word is God and consequently always consubstantial with the Father and the Holy Ghost. The solution is as follows. All the actions produced by His divine nature are accomplished by the Holy Trinity, even though they are attributed to the Word in a special manner. For example, the divine power effecting the Incarnation or working miracles, etc. The actions produced or endured by His human nature are attributed to the Word alone, and not to the Father or the Holy Ghost. Thus it is the Word alone who becomes flesh, who suffers the passion, who rises from the dead, etc. One must not fall into the opposite error which would consist in having the impression that our Lord can be separated from the Father and the Holy Ghost. Certainly the apparitions which God made of himself show us a kind of division, as, during the baptism of our Lord, the voice of the Father was heard, and the Holy Ghost appeared under the form of a dove, 
while our incarnate Lord was physically present. The voice is the Father, the Dove, the Holy Ghost, and our Lord the One who is incarnate. There is a tendency to consider the three persons as divided, apart, separated from one another, yet there can be no separation. There is distinction between the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, but this is not the same as division. All this is very beautiful, because we must think that all the actions accomplished by our Lord are indeed divine, and that they were done by the Word, by God Himself, and not just by someone who comes from God. No, it is God Himself who has come, and who has accomplished divine works. As I have already said, we have too great a tendency to see in our Lord just the man, because that is easier for us. St. Thomas says, Omnis cognitio venit a sensu. All knowledge comes through sense perception. We are tempted to see in our Lord just his human nature. That is why it is good to emphasize his divine nature, as well as our Lord's divine person. For in him there is only one person, the person of the Word incarnate. Since actions are attributed to the person who accomplishes them, all that our Lord accomplished was divine.